Welcome to the Business Life and Joy podcast, where we believe that both your business and your life can be filled with joy. If you want to grow an online business without fear, self-doubt, or the need to take on a hustle around the clock mindset, you are in the right place at the right time. I'm your host, Shante Grant, creative entrepreneur, teacher, two-time online business owner, mom, wife, and friend. Thank you for being present with me for today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. And welcome to today's episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast. I am your host, Shante Grant, and I am excited that you are here with me today for today's podcast episode, because today we're going to talk about how to vet business educators or business coaches or strategists, their different names, to find the right help for what you need without wasting your time and your money. So there are a lot of business coaches, business strategists, business educators. I feel like in the online space right now, and I know personally for me, at least about 10% of my students have talked to me about past experience of working with a coach or an educator that just was not a good fit or did not provide the results that they sought. And so they found themselves wasting time and wasting money, but not seeing the type of results that they have desired essentially, and that they saw when working with me. And so today, I want to help those of you who are out there thinking to yourself, like, how do I know if a particular business coach or strategist or educator is a good fit for me? And that's not just in the realm of working with someone one-on-one. You definitely want to take your time with that because that's usually a large investment. But that's even in knowing whose program I want to join, whose Facebook group I want to join, whose download I want to take or challenge I want to sign up for because there's so many different facets and ways that you can educate yourself, which I think is so great for those that are out there that are actually really good at what they do, have a clear voice and actually have something that is of substance. I'm so grateful for that. That has been a huge help for me and my business. And of course, it's a part of what I do every single day in my business. However, I have said many times here on the podcast and everywhere else that I know I am not the best fit for everyone and everyone isn't the best fit for me. And so what I want to help you today is to find the person that is for you, because if it's not me, I want you to find out who it is, right? And I recognize that I am not for everyone. And so I want to help you by just giving you a few tips. Let's see how many do I have? Seven on how you can vet business educators or business coaches, strategists. There are so many different names, like I said, when you're trying to find the right fit for yourself. So before I get started, let me just remind you that today's episode is being brought to you by the Springford Online Workshop. It's my online workshop teaching you how to take control of your time and you can learn more at springfordworkshop.com. So inside of Springford, you're not only gonna get five lessons plus a bonus lesson teaching you how to take control of your time, you're gonna get a full workbook so you actually can begin to implement those steps and lessons that you're learning 
the feedback that I'm getting immediately from students who are just walking through it and implementing is mind blowing. You're also going to learn how I actually do what I do. Like I'm telling you how I'm able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast, pick up my daughter by carpool. I, at the time you're listening to this, have a newborn and still make time for my weekly Target and TJ Maxx runs, right? Because you can have a life and grow a business on the other side of busy. And I want to show you how. That is my mission. So learn more and sign up for the workshop at springforwardworkshop.com. Again, that's springforwardworkshop.com. And it'll also be linked in today's show notes, which can be found at shantagrant.com forward slash 69. Okay. So I think this is an important question. Like how do I vet a business educator, a business coach? Because I believe that we as business owners do well to find people who are a good fit and soak in their wisdom, whether it's through their free content, their paid content, their live events, their one-on-one work, and really everything in between. Because there's something about having someone else's expertise who's gone through that thing or that phase where you are in your business where you need that can take a look at what you have done or give you some eye-opening insights, that's really invaluable. It could save you time. It could save you from wasting money by making other investments or doing things that won't benefit you. You know, I can't think of a single business owner that I know, whether they make $1 or $1 million, who doesn't have other people surrounding them, who they get guidance from, who they can bounce ideas off with. So it is very important. But one, you don't need a ton. And two, you need to make sure you're picking people that are a right fit. Because like I mentioned, I do not believe that everyone is for everyone. And not everyone who wears the title of coach and strategist and educator has the requisite experience or the receipts to wear the title. So I want you to kind of like buyer beware, right? So here are seven tips on how you can vet a business educator or a coach or a strategist to find the person to help you in the area that you need. Now, these are from my perspective. So you guys know they're going to start with number one is integrity first. That's one of my core values. I think it's so important. You can be the best in the business at what you do. But if you don't have integrity, I don't want to work with you. End of story. Because in a social media world, it may be a bit difficult to tell the real from the fake. But I have found that if you stare closely enough, Fool's gold shines differently than pure gold. You have to know what you're looking for. If there's something about a person that feels ingenuine, that rubs you the wrong way, and I don't mean that's challenging you because I think challenging you is good, but where you don't feel good about the person, that's what I mean. That may be a thing that you might wanna go with. Just check and make sure you're not reflecting your own prejudices or misconceived perceptions or judgments. But if you have a gut feeling like this person just doesn't feel like a good fit, they don't seem like a good person who would, who I could trust, I could, you know, invite them into my home. You don't want to work with someone who you don't feel as though you can trust. Why? Well, because you're trusting them to honor their word to you. You're trusting them to teach you something that they actually know what they're trying to teach. You're trusting them by giving them details about your business. 
and sharing with them openly sometimes about ideas you have that you're coming up with and you're trusting them to advise you and help you in a specific area in your business. So there's so much trust that I think is necessary when you're working with someone. You have to be able to trust that they are a person who has integrity. So number two, which I think is very, very important, which is why I made it number two. These aren't necessarily ranked, but one and two for me are kind of really two important ones. Um, They're all important, but like really one and two. If we had to stop at one and two, I think I'd be okay with that. But there's more. Two is that they have current receipts. Both of those words together are really important. Current receipts. It's great if 10 years ago you climbed Mount Everest, but that doesn't mean you can teach me how to climb Mount Everest today. With so much changing in business and social media and technology, you need an educator who has real live receipts, meaning they are doing what they teach today and you can see the fruit of that in their lives and their business. So for example, If someone teaches you productivity, because I just use that, that's what I do, but you see them forever scrambling, falling behind, claiming overwhelm, being busy, that's a bit suspect to me. Now, no one is perfect, but if you can teach people how to be efficient and make the most of their time, I am going to expect that you can do it for yourself as well. And I should see some fruit of that because that's going to encourage me that it's possible and that you have what it takes to actually make that possible in your life and can help me make it possible in mine. So you're looking for people who are staying in their lane and teaching what they actually know, not what someone else taught them. So it's not someone taught me about A. And now that they've taught me, I'm just going to take and regurgitate and teach A. No, you don't have the experience to teach A. You just learn from someone else about it, right? The reason I know how to live life and grow a business on the other side of busy is because I walked through the busy. I walked through the wasting 10 hours a day when I had a 10 hour workday of trying to do all the things. I made the mistakes and then I came to the realization that this can't be the way it goes. And I figured out what to do and what principles worked that I could put into place so that I could have a business and a life filled with joy, productivity, efficiency, because when my hours got cut in half, I found out that I could get more done in five hours than I was when I was doing 10. So it was experience. And now I apply that every day. So same thing if someone teaches, you know, a particular social media platform, we should see them thriving on that social media platform. And when I say thriving, I don't mean having high numbers. I mean, that is a way in which they are converting people from audience to customers. So it's just very important that you see current receipts. Another example, if you have a product-based business and you're seeking help that is specific to a product-based business, talking to someone who has never built a product-based business may not yield the results you're seeking. Now, I know this one all too well because my product-based business clients that I meet with, particularly one-on-one, I consistently hear them telling me, I've hired so many people and none of them have asked me these things you're asking me. None of them have looked at every single one of my products and my pricing and my cost of pricing and my cost of creation. Not one of them have gone into so much detail as you have 
And that's because they have not run a product-based business. They don't know the questions to ask. Now, they may be very good at other parts of business, but you have to find someone who's in their lane. So I just just thought about like another customer, another client who was like, you know, you're the first person to look over my actual business. And I realized that it's because you own a product-based business today, not that you did 10 years ago and you're still relying on what you knew 10 years ago because things change. So again, those are just two examples. But if you are trying to hire someone, they need to have current receipts. You need to be able to see the fruit of what they're teaching in their very own business and lives. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae. And I know you're probably already said at least once this week how busy you are. Am I right? You know, when your to-do list doesn't seem to quite match up to the amount of time you have to get it all done. And not just for business, but for your life too. That's where I can help. Allow me to introduce you to my Spring Forward Workshop, an online workshop that teaches you exactly how I am able to run two online businesses, host a weekly podcast in my day at 2.30 for carpool, and of course, I make time for the occasional Target and TJ Maxx runs. I created this workshop to help women just like you start exactly where you are, and we work together to help you create a plan for the limited time that you have each and every day. Now, each lesson is designed to teach you a new skill and comes along with in-depth worksheets to help you to apply each lesson. Now, this hands-on workshop will require you to challenge the old way of thinking about time and teach you how to build time-maximizing habits. Spring Forward comes with lifetime access to any and all updates, five short and powerful lessons teaching you how to take control of your time, a detailed workbook to help you implement every lesson, examples of my workflows that I create in my own businesses to get the most out of my time, and so much more. So if you're ready to ditch busy and give overwhelmed the heave-ho, join me inside of this online workshop as we spring forward to the other side of busy. Sign up today at springforwardworkshop.com. That's springforwardworkshop.com. Number three, I believe that you need someone who has the heart of a teacher. Now, whether their title is, you know, educator, strategist, coach, or something else, at the heart of who they are, look for the heart of someone who wants to teach you something, not just give you five steps or a checklist, right? I want my students to actually learn, like teach a man to fish, so to speak, right? People with the heart of a teacher will work to make sure that you're given something that will last you beyond when you work with them, right? I don't want you to always feel like the only way for you to succeed is to be working with me. Because if so, I have not taught you. All I'm doing is just walking beside you, giving you the steps. And so I think it's important to find someone who can teach you to survive and thrive without them. Because the best teachers, we put ourselves out of a job with that student. And I think that's in a lot of realms. So Look for someone who actually wants to see you learn and get it and figure it out and help you to make you better and help to make you better, not just give you a checklist to get done, because I think that breeds laziness and dependence. Um, I want my students to be independent, to, to learn, to take that and then be able to thrive and still have that relationship with me, but not necessarily you shouldn't be the same six months after working with me, three months after working with me as you were when we started, essentially. 
and that leads to not only a heart of a teacher, but how about just a heart? I look for someone who has a heart for their students and the work that they do. Someone who's actually invested in seeing you at your best. Yeah, that's just something you you can feel, you can see, you can tell someone versus who wants to truly see you succeed versus who wants just to make a sale. And I think that's very, very important when you're looking for a business leader, I mean, educator or strategist or whatever. Um, so that's number four. Number five, I think you need to follow these people who you're considering working with. See if their free content is helpful to you. And is it taught in a way that actually makes sense to you? Because some people have really great knowledge, but it's very hard for them to translate that to teach someone else how to do it. There are so many talented educators, but I can't learn from them all. The some for personality reasons, there's some people I can't even follow on social media. Their personality is just too much for me, whether it's too much of the language I can't take, too much of the just this like almost like heroin induced hyperactivity. It just does not mesh well for me, but for someone else, they thrive off that and they can go with that. And that's wonderful. And for some people, for me, I may be too positive, too happy, too life-based first. And that's wonderful because like I said, everyone is not for everyone. So for me, I think it's important to make sure there's a fit there. Um, for some personalities, they just won't be a fit for you. You won't, you'll clash. Um, so follow them and actually see if it's a personality fit, essentially is what I'm saying. Make sure that the way the person actually teaches works for you and that you're able to learn that way. So for example, I'm a visual learner. So if I were to sign up for something that was just audio, it wouldn't work for me. I'd find myself writing, trying to make the visual version of it. And so I'd rather learn from someone who teaches visually. And that's why I try to offer visuals, audio, different types of things for people because I know not everyone is an audible learner. I'm a visual learner. I like to make track, um, not tracks. I like to make graphs and charts and try to kind of visualize what it is you're teaching me. That's how I've always been. That's how I studied and prepared for exams in law school. And so that's just how I am. So make sure that the way that person teaches is the way you learn, essentially. Number six, um, I think depending on the type of help that you're seeking, I think it's important to look at the life of the person. I think this goes hand in hand somewhat with integrity, but is this person like high stress? Do you never see them with their family or friends or hear them speak about family or friends? And some people may just choose not to disclose that part of them. And I'm not saying to punish that because we all have a right of how much of our selves outside of business we get to share. And I don't think anyone should be punished if they choose to set that boundary. So don't get me wrong here, but if it's something that matters to you, family, um, harmony, I won't say balance because I don't believe in that. And I've talked about that in many other episodes. But if that's something that matters to you and that's kind of a part of what you want incorporated in your teaching, then you you want to see that. That could be a red flag if you never see the person spending time with their family or saying, I'm going to be spending time with my family, even if we don't see what that looks like, right? Right. Not always, but sometimes when you're looking for someone to help you with something very technical, you know, you don't necessarily need that relational component. But many times I have found it helpful to look at the person as a whole because who they are 
eventually seeps into their teaching, most likely. Who I am seeps into how I teach because I believe so much in life first, business second, one of my core values. I'm going to ask you about your life if we work together. You know, I'm not asking you details and trying to get into your business, but I want to know your life goals. I want to know what your life timeline looks like. Like, how much time do you have to work on your business? Uh, I want to know if you have a family. I want to know your goals as well, but I have to know your life goals first so that we can ensure that the business goals that we're going to set will fit within and not clash or compromise those life goals. So because of that, there is a huge entrepreneurial segment that I just know I'm not a good fit for because my perspective of life first, business second. And number seven, see, I'm almost done. Um, Lastly, I think the final thing, and I think it's very important, is particularly if you're going to be spending a large amount of money making a large investment, I think you need to speak to these people. Speak to an educator or a strategist or a coach. Ask them questions before you make an investment. I love to hop on a call to answer questions before someone makes a major investment with me, particularly if I look and I say, I haven't seen this person is new to me. They haven't been following me for long. I've never had a conversation with them on social media and our Facebook group. It helps me too, because I also want to make sure they're a good fit. For me, it has helped some people say yes to me um, and realize, and then it's also made some people say no and realize it's not a good fit. And both of them are exactly the point of the call, one way or the other. So if you have questions, reach out, ask in their Facebook group, um, email them, whatever preferred way they have communicated, but that you're actually getting an answer from them. Ask them. And if you don't get an answer, well... That is your answer, right? We're going to move on. I also, I thought just came to my mind, someone I was thinking about making an investment with, and it was going to be about five to $7,000 investment. She put on her social media, you know, sign up for a call and let's talk. And so I signed up for a call. It was a free like five, 10 minute, maybe 15 minute call. And I signed up for it. And the day of the call, I answered the phone and I'm talking to the girl thinking it's her. And then she says, oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was clear. I'm not X. And X is the person who's the educator, who's a strategist, who said on her own social media, swipe up to sign up for a 15 minute call. But she's not the one who's actually talking on the call. For me, that was an absolute, when I got the phone, I knew this was, I'm not giving her a dime. For me, that rubbed me the wrong way because I thought it was a false I don't even know. It was just saying, I want to talk to you and hear from you. Just kidding. I'm going to have my other person call you, pitch you to come work with me. If you can't give me 15 minutes of your time in exchange for me potentially giving you five to $7,000, boo, it's not going to work for me because I haven't even had an opportunity to like nothing. So for me, that was an example of seeing um, a disconnect because I truly saw that to me took points off the heart part of it of, you know, just a concern of the integrity because I feel like you didn't disclose when you said that you you advertise that as if you were going to be the person to call. If you're going to have another person on your team call to vet people, just say that, right? But that's really weird because you're going to be the one who's working with them. And Mm, I don't know that just to this day, I thought that was an example of thing I would tell someone don't ever do that because I don't think it is a good look. And I don't think it allows you to really meet your goal. Like unless your goal is just book people, make money. For me, it's to get to know the people, to get to know who you are. 10, 15 minutes, I can give you that. Particularly if you're thinking of spending five to $7,000 with me, right? 
So that's just a personal thing. And I just thought about that as I was saying that. So I hope that these seven things will help you the next time you're trying to decide who it is you want to work with. I should have added number eight is to ask around because someone else, you know, may have worked with him, but sometimes that doesn't always help. So I think I want to stick with my seven. And so I'm going to remind you of what those seven were. The first thing is I said, look for integrity first. Number two, look for current receipts. Number three, someone who has the heart of a teacher. Number four, who also just has heart. Number five, follow and see if their free content is helpful because you want to make sure you can actually learn from the way they teach. Number six, I think it's important um, in 90% or more of the instances to look at their life as much as they will allow you. And number seven, talk to them, whether it's in their free Facebook group and their on social media and the DMs, um, sending an email, but talk to them. And I think the the conversation needs to be more personalized the more you're thinking of investing, particularly if you haven't been following for a long time and you've never met them in person or at a conference or anything like that. So I hope that this helps you as you continue on the journey of just trying to grow and learn in your business. Because even me, I still think it's so important for me to have that in my life, an educator, a strategist, depending on the situation, an educator really, and to have eyes on my business and to help me. And I think that's really important. So I want to make sure that you're making good decisions that aren't a waste of your time and your money and really that aren't steering you in a direction that makes no sense for your business and your desires. Hey friend, it's me, Shantae coming right in the middle of our conversation in this podcast episode, but it's with good news. I have a question for you. Have you ever found yourself at the end of the day or the week or the end of the month with little to no results to show for it, despite the fact that you were so quote unquote busy the entire time? Well, guess what, my friend, you're not alone. And most importantly, this does not have to be your story. I want to tell you and introduce you to my brand new training called Peace, Pace, Progress. It teaches you how to get work done that matters, how to go from big picture goals all the way down to the day-to-day activities, and how to get specific and leave the generic and general out of your plans and so much more. Are you tired of filling notebooks with ideas that never happen? Well, let Peace Pace Progress help you sort through those ideas and teach you which ideas to prioritize and which to trash so that you can begin to see tangible, measurable results in your business. So my friend, what are you waiting for? It's time to put an end to no longer having a system that works. No more working on several things at once and not accomplishing anything that makes your business money. Don't go another day wasting your precious time. So today is the day for peace, pace, and progress in your business. Find out why Dion says, so I just finished Shantae's Peace Pace Progress course and it is everything. From the very beginning of the course, everything resonated. I was definitely team too much. I was grinding for hours on end and into the wee hours of the morning. And now after Peace Pace Progress, when I look back, very little of what I was doing really accomplished anything to move my business forward. Now I know exactly how to do that. Stephanie says, I finished Peace Pace Progress and loved it. I've always felt a lot of anxiety about feeling like I should be doing so much to get things accomplished, but it was hard to get that broken down into specific steps and timelines for some reason. But now, thanks to Peace Pace Progress, I've got my weekly and daily workflows filled out and I know exactly what I should be doing. So are you ready to get things done, 
make the most of your time and get more done in less time? If so, head on over to peacepaceprogress.com to learn more, my friend. I'll see you there. Until next time, my friends, I hope that wherever you are, And whatever you are doing, that the sound of my voice finds you in the midst of pursuing something that has sincere meaning to you. You can find a brand new episode of the Business Life Enjoy podcast each and every Monday morning, waiting just for you at shantagrant.com forward slash podcast. And remember, the best way to say thank you for the podcast is by sharing the content with a friend. Until next time, my friend, may your business and your life be filled with joy. Bye for now. Thank you.